0: This is Hockey Prospect Radio and Outside Edge player development for on and off ice training featuring KPI based conditioning programs at OutsideEdge.ca. We're continuing to talk about the USHL, so we're happy to bring on Nick Ford, head coach of the U18 for the U.S. National Development Program. Nick, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: It's great to always kind of get a, you know, update early on fra- from you and your coaching staff about how the players uh, have gone through camp, gone through you know the through the initial first tournament, you know at the Fall Classic, and kind of getting their feet under them. Because uh, it's always nice to get a synopsis of a player a little bit early and try not to build a bias around him and let him just play his game, right? Because right. you know how scouts are. You know we like to we try like to figure it out early, and it always doesn't work out for us. So um, right off the hop, let's talk about Cole Eisenman. Obviously, there's a tremendous amount of buzz around him in north america and europe uh because of his you know exceptional skill set but what are some of the things that underlining attributes and things about him that maybe don't maybe go unnoticed by you know the general public or you know the media or some of the scouts that you get to see on a more daily basis
1: you know I, i think for cole obviously i get asked about him a lot as you can imagine um you know, he, his skill set and his ability to score is, is really second to none in the draft. It's, as far as I'm concerned, and in the birth year, um, he scores as similarly to Alexander Ovechkin as I've seen a kid, um, you know, over the last handful of years. And, uh, you know, that ability to score, his hunger to score, the fact that he can score in so many different ways is, is such, a, such a, a big thing for him. Um, you know, I think uh, when you watch him close, though, as you start to watch him offensively, um, you know, and, and right now his stat line's a little crazy. It's it's all goals, and I think only one assist. But you know, when I see him daily in practice, and his ability to to see plays and 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 find guys and make some of those passes and 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 set some things up on his own, right, um, is actually pretty good. It just I don't know why it, th- it hasn't translated into games yet this season, um, but uh, but I'm sure it will at some point. You know, but he's he's definitely a pure goal scorer. And and he just I mean, man, he scores and he loves to score. I don't think he could score enough goals in a game ever. How do you manage his expectations, knowing just how highly ranked he is and how highly regarded uh, he is? Because I, I know, you know, as a coach, you could say, well, just leave it on the ice. Don't think about it. Yeah. But obviously, in today's climate, that's really not possible anymore uh, with all the expectations. So So how do you manage that? Well, it's an interesting di- d- dynamic, honestly, in this draft because uh, the other guy that's at the top there, Macklin Celebrini, is is actually an old roommate of his from Shattuck, and they were linemates together, and they're they're really good friends, um, you know. So they know each other so well. So we haven't shied away from the conversations with Cole. Uh, in fact, I've had numerous conversations with him on, you know, where do you want to get drafted? Where do you expect to get drafted? Where, you know, what number do you think it is? And of course like a lot of these young kids is they all want to be number one overall. Right. And, and, uh, and so with Cole, we've spent a lot of time talking about that and, and, and okay, well, you want to be number one. Great. Well, there's nobody that can score like you. And I love Macklin Celebrini; He's an unreal hockey player. He can score with the best of them, but Cole's a better goal scorer. Macklin brings a lot of other things to the table, you know, and his ability to set some plays up and, and the way he can play um, a 200 foot game and, and, You know, so those are the the areas with Cole that we've talked and spent a lot of time with. Is you know when you start talking about expectations, like listen, and we've had this conversation. If you want to get drafted with Macklin, you want to go in front of him. Well, here's some areas that we need to get better at that we can work on, Um, and I think that helps. You know, it helps bring those uh, you know the perception of where I might get drafted and managing those expectations into focus a little bit, and and really, so we've had those conversations, and I put it back at him. I'm like Cole, it's up to you, like. In the end, in the end, it's all in your hands. If you want to go out and you want to get drafted number one overall, you it's up to you to go out and do all these things. And then you put yourself in the best position. And in the end, somebody uh, that gets paid a lot of money is going to make the decision on who goes number one and whether it's him or whether it's Macklin or whether it's somebody else, um, you know, that's, that's up to them. And, and all you can do if you're Cole Iserman is, is to show up to work every day and do the best you can to, to position yourself as, as as high as you can, and, and uh, he does that pretty consistently.
0: Let's talk about Christian Humphreys as well uh, as a centerman. Uh, I mean, I'm always interested in the you know the the right hand shot centerman. Uh, he's not the biggest guy, but you know we forget mm-hmm. they're 17 years of age and they got another growth spurt. They're going to get a little bit bigger. They're going to get stronger. Thoughts on him and his overall game? What do you what do you like that he brings, particularly away from the puck? because having to play center, you know, we get, you know, we like the fact that they're playmakers and they can, you know, do all these things offensively, but I'm always intrigued about what he does in the middle of the ice when he has to defend particularly against larger centermen. Yeah.
1: So he's working through that, honestly, you know, when he, when he first came to us, Christian was uh, very much a point guy, right. And he had the puck on his stick a lot and made a ton of plays. Um, And, um, he's had to learn how to play away from the puck a little bit more and how to defend and, and how to engage. And, and uh, you know, this week uh, we had some really good clips of him doing some good stuff that way. And uh, he's not 100% consistent with it yet, uh, like none of these kids are. Um, but he's made some huge strides from a year ago to where he is now um, with his play away from the puck, his ability to, you know, he skates very well so he can skate with just about anybody. Um, and for him, it's more making sure that, excuse me, that he stays in position a little bit more, right? Uh, he wants to, cause he's got that offensive tendency. He wants to run up the rink a little bit, uh, early. And so, in fact, I met with him this week about being in the right spot and being patient, um, and, and making sure we're in the defensive minded positions to set us up to go on offense and, and, and making sure we're not running out of those areas too quickly. And, and so that's something that, that we've really spent some time talking about here just in the last week with him. Um, uh, but he, uh, Christian's a really good all-around player. Um, you know, and and he can make a lot of plays. He makes players around him better. Um, you know, and and uh he's got that uh, that knack and that ability to find a little seam here and there and he can hit it um to set somebody up for an opportunity and um honestly, I think he's a really good goal scorer too and and uh I like to see him shoot the puck a little bit more offensively and and uh um but I think uh you know, his his ability to score is is there as well. So he's a he's a really good all-around guy that way. Um obviously as you brought up his size, we'd love to see him, you know, put on a little bit of weight. Um, he's put on a, a good chunk already, uh, but he's got quite a bit of room to grow there because I think he's still in that 167 to 170 range, which is pretty light for a center iceman. you, you mentioned there, Nick, I was gonna ask you, he reminds me a little bit stylistically of Volteri Fulblock, where he's he makes his teammates better, but then there's times where you're still so you're frustrated because he gives yeah. up that quality scoring chance. As a coach, yeah. how do you how do you try to uh basically break down his game with him and say, Hey, these are your opportunities. You got to take advantage of more, more than you are, even though obviously you're trying to look, he has that instinct where he's trying to pass first. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's uh, with him. We do a lot of with video work and we, we just watch it, you know, and, and uh, I talk to them a lot about, listen, you're a hockey player and hockey's not a perfect game and you're not going to play a perfect game. You know, you're going to make mistakes. Hockey's a game of mistakes and, and just learning how to minimize those things and, and uh you know for him and really for all of these kids in in this draft class they've, they've been they've all been able to get away with so many mistakes all the way up and now as they've they've start to climb the ladder a little bit it's every one of those little mistakes shines brighter right and, and so um for me as with Christian we've just tried to make kind of the baby step let's keep let's keep making progress towards you know bringing our game full circle and making sure we have very few lapses and And, you know, we understand that that's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in a month, but hopefully six months from now, he's way better at it than he is now. And that's the focus that we have.
0: It's one of the interesting things that Brad and I have talked about, you know, for the last few years, when you're watching junior players is they get, especially in the defensive zone, the forwards, like get caught watching. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they don't, I, I like to see when the light bulb goes off, when they recognize, oh, when I'm actually really good defensively, it opens up. 20 30 percent more offensive opportunities for me like they don't they don't sometimes recognize how many opportunities come from playing good defense through the neutral zone especially the forwards and coming back and pinching down along the wall to help the d and like how much transition and how many pucks go the other way so that's what i'm really interested to see not only with cole as well as christian is sometimes they forget you know that town pool quickly you know compresses and then they're playing against college teams and like they're bigger faster stronger i'm like oh i can't just dangle with the puck and do what i want so those things uh they're they're fun for those players to watch uh we're gonna take a short break on hockey prospect right but when we come back we'll continue to talk about the u18 u.s national development program right after these important messages